What radio, the music you want. With your host, he's Dan. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. RadioWhat.com What would you do with a brain if you had one? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time djlittlerock.com check availability and get a free price quote and maybe you can have me at your next event you know i like to party with the people the people need to be entertained are you not entertained let me entertain you speaking of entertainment today on the program i got danny schneider oh you remember danny schneider the cultural vultures himself yeah he's the he's the front man of the band cultural vultures and he's got some new stuff that's on the in the works i think he's he's got a contest that he wants to be a part of and maybe you could help to jettison jettison him forward into the future into uh, his next goal (laughs) uh yes so uh, i'm looking forward to uh speaking to danny schneider in the next few minutes this week's shows i have one public show one public show that you could visit with me at it's my usual friday night gig at the rab in conway arkansas the video dance party karaoke jam yes i said karaoke it's a little concert starring each and every one of you if you've never sang a song before if you've never done karaoke before that uh, friday night is your night because you'll be there at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas, with all your friends, having some drinks, having some food, playing some pool. There's a pool tournament on Friday nights. So if you want to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money while you're waiting to sing on stage next to little old me, well, you can do it there. And we also cleared out some space on the dance floor. So if you feel the urge, get up and boogie, as it were. Man, am I old? Who says boogie anymore? Hmm just me nah not just me i think a lot of people like to get up and boogie and uh oh this friday night happens to be 80s night so dress in your proper 80s attire and get a discount how about that are you down with the discount i believe it are okay and that goes from 8 p.m until 12 30 in the am that's the rab in conway arkansas friday night and then uh saturday and sunday since it's independence weekend i got parties on both days the second and the third so exciting but unless you're invited you cannot come I got one party in Greenbrier, Arkansas, and then I have another party in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and that's uh, Saturday and Sunday, respectively. As of right now, the 4th of July, Monday, it's going to be my day of rest, or maybe uh, I'll uh, break out. Oh, my goodness. I was driving around town, and I found a lawnmower. It said free. That's a uh, Briggs & Stratton 21-inch, uh, uh, was it uh, B, uh, TB, uh, wait, uh, Troy built 2 220 that's like a $350 uh, lawnmower and sitting there on the side of the street I noticed that the uh, the homeowner had just bought a, a brand new uh, a riding lawn here I have this little bit of grass that needs to be cut and I was thinking I need to get a lo- new lawnmower and there's a free lawnmower right there put it out to the universe and uh, it may happen speaking of that Danny Snyder last time he was on the podcast he talked about putting it out to the universe and it may happen so he doesn't like to uh, doesn't like to tell people about his projects b- before they're fully cooked, because if you put it out to the, the universe, 
Uh, like uh the name itself cultural vultures if uh he, he put he put this uh the name cultural vultures out there the we- the website company took the dot com version of it and then there's another band called culture vultures what <laughs> uh copyrights trademarks oh well let's get into it with danny schneider skyping danny schneider now Danny Schneider. Oh, the life-saving version of Danny Schneider. <laughs> I, I, I see. Well, okay. The brick wall behind you could be a comedy club, but it's probably a firehouse. Yes, it's a firehouse. <laughs> well, last time we talked, man. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, <laughs> it's it's your old pal Keys Dan. Finally, face to face. Last time we talked, we did a phone interview, and since then, I've kind of uh, evolved, and I got into this skyping so i could do a a phone i mean the audio version of the podcast and also the video version so people can see you if they choose if they're not driving around or doing something that negates them being uh watching videos but uh danny snyder the cultural vulture so much has happened in the last couple of years since last we spoke man what's going on catch up with me um you know not much i i've did I think two more albums since uh, since we last spoke? Yeah, and uh, a slew of videos. Um, let's see, I was the first artist uh, sound, signed to Sound Mojo's uh, new record label, uh, which is uh, from Watch Mojo on YouTube, and I think that goes out to like twenty two million subscribers, something like that. But I luckily was the first artist that they came across and signed me and uh that released my my videos on their channel and whatnot which was kind of kind of interesting um doing that and you know performing did a couple live sh- like live shows and then during the covid thing we did uh like a like some live video shows and uh like like a live festival type opportunities which was pretty neat to do that as well um, yeah, just been writing more music and writing, uh, uh, just, I'm working on a, a fourth album, uh, currently and, um, just, uh, just still beating away at it, just chipping away at, at this thing that I don't know if, uh, if, it, if it's worth it or not, but I love to do it. So I do it. <laughs> Yeah, if you love to do it, it's worth it, man. Uh, you know, I, I think we we spoke about that before. Uh, you know, if you if you do this for the money, uh, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. If you do it because you love it and you have to do it and you have no other choice but to do it, you know, you have it all inside you and you have to let it out. Then keep on going, man. Yeah, last time we talked, uh, we you had two 
albums in the bag, 10 songs each. And uh, you were promoting those and you were just about to release your third album. And I think that's already happened. But, uh, you know, the people All right, if you've been listening to this podcast, my loyal listener, you know, a lot about Danny Schneider. You know that he lives in Northern Kentucky. You know that's close to Cincinnati. You know that he's an airport firefighter. Real, real American hero. You know, uh, you know that uh, he also builds furniture. That, that was something that kind of popped up. Wow, he builds his own furniture. He travels, uh, you know, somewhat around the world. He's, uh, he's um, classy. He knows uh, about culture. You know, he about uh, th- uh, things that that uh, people that funded the Renaissance, uh, you know, the, the, the those uh, those cultural tips that you know you you the Medici family, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You think here in the United States, something that's really old in the U.S. and uh, maybe maybe two hundred years old, and we think, oh, that's old, or two hundred fifty years old, ooh, that's ancient. No, you go over to Europe, and they have things thousands of years old that are man-made the the culture the the history and and you get to be a part of that but you know i think we ended last podcast and i want to begin there with energy with the the energy that you get from crowds uh when you're in front of an audience and you feel the energy we're all connected have you have you had that experience? You said you were playing some shows since last we spoke. Tell me about the shows that you've been playing and what kind of energy, what kind of feel, what kind of vibe? Uh, yeah, it's um, definitely. So there, there's, there was a big difference between filming uh, just a live show during COVID with, with no audience as opposed to, to doing actual live shows in the moment. Because for me, like I, I have to for me to really get into it, I have to really feed off of the crowd. I have to feed off of like, it's a, it's a sort of a symbiotic relationship. Like what they, what I give them, hopefully I, 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 I get that in return as well. And we just kind of play back and forth off of each other. And, uh, and, and it just becomes a really fun, a fun time when you, when you, when I was playing for, uh, like the video and stuff like that, just, just, during like COVID, it was uh, I felt like uptight and and, uh, and just more focused on on you know my, uh, my not messing up you know like that kind of stuff like that and you you kind of you kind of lose something like that when you're not really performing for anybody. I mean you are, but like you're not there with them. Like they're behind a screen or behind a phone or or, or whatever the whatever platform they're watching it on so it gets it uh it gets a little tricky with that you know i'm uh, i'm actually uh in the running uh through this um the website's called open act and uh they selected me and and, and some other bands to actually um be a be a part of opening for Coldplay and um the black eyed peas at the Hollywood bowl. So I'm, I'm sure there's a, there's a bunch of artists that they probably selected and it's all done by votes, you know? So if you go to the open act, uh, dot, dot com website, then they will, uh, you can, you can vote for whoever you want. And, you know, we're on there as well. My, uh, my, my band and like all the music that I've written is on there. And, um, so it's uh it's it's kind of cool to to do that to to be considered uh to to, to even be 
be able to possibly open up for a, a band like like those two, you know, which are huge megastars. Well, Danny Snyder, they've just achieved a whole nother level, a different level. But I think, man, listening to your music, Danny Snyder, the cultural vultures, uh, that music that you've been putting out, it is like the perfect blend between Coldplay and and the Black Eyed Peas. Because, you know, you got the 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 musicianship, the the you know, the real musicians, the the violins, the if you watch man, I was watching your YouTube and that last video that you have or that one that's up in in the top, it's mesmerizing. You're all in one room. Uh, you know, you have a drummer off there. All the, the whole room is uh carpeted, so it really deadens out the sound. So really you're gonna get that nice uh rich sound straight through the microphone without too much tech. But listening to it in my headphones and, and, you know, just a little bit ago, I'm listening and it's so cool that you did this in one room with all the musicians together. That is so rare nowadays. Most of the time, you know, I, I hear of uh, every musician plays their own little part and the engineer, somewhat like a, a film editor, would be putting it all together you know the magic all happens in that one person's ear but doing it all together in one room what's the difference between the two how do you feel it's it's definitely tricky you know like uh when i'm writing the albums like i i have like i like i want to use all the instruments you know i want to use everything that i can and um but when when it comes down to you know, getting playing that like like figuring out how to play this live, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, now we got to figure out how to how to do this part and which parts are what. And you know, you 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 have uh, almost an unlimited uh, tracks when you're recording. You know, if you want to add in, you know, a whole orchestra, you can. But like, that's that's a lot. It's, it's a little trickier when you're when you're performing live. So we had a we had a quartet, and then we had you know, the bass and the, and the drums and the guitar and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. And, uh, and, and, but it really like opened up and, uh, and, and worked, you know, we, everybody played their parts and it really came together. And, and, um, you know, that's, that's when we, when we perform, like if we perform these bigger shows and that, like, that's what we're going to come with. We're going to come with the, the orchestra. We're going to come because it's going to be a whole show, uh, to, to, to really let somebody just feel what's going on, you know? And I feel like, like I love electronic music and I love all that stuff. Um, but I feel that like, you know, the stringed instruments and like the, the, the guitars and all that, that like that I feel personally there, that is something that we're starting to, to drift away from. And I kind of want to bring that back is like those real instruments and, you know, everything that it, it that I have on my albums and that I have is all written. There's no samples of anything, like everything is played and, uh, and there's no, there's, there's no like synth strings or anything like that. Like everything on the albums is all of real strings and real cellos, real violins, real violas, all of that. So it's, uh, and, and then when you put it all together and it's, uh, it's, it's kind of really cool. Like, especially like, cause I'll write these songs and I'll write them like in, you know, just at my desk and, you know, in my house and just on my guitar. And then 
when I get to that point to where like there's a there's there's all these people that are involved with me playing with me it's a it's another experience it's kind of I can't explain you know it's 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 like I just am drawn and taken to another place well, that's what you do, man. And that's the that's the other part. I said you were somewhat like Coldplay with the real instruments. But last time we spoke, uh, you're also like the Black Eyed Peas and that you have some electronica. But I guess you're moving away from that. When we last spoke, you had just Moog synthesizer with all these yeah. knobs and dials and, and, and different settings. Did you put that up on the shelf? Is it collecting dust now? No, no, no. I, I still I still use that. But that's uh, it's it's for real subtle uh, sounds like you almost don't realize that you hear it, you know, sort of like uh, Trey Reznor and Atticus Ross. Like, um, when they when they do a score, they have all of these like beautiful, subtle sounds that they're, that they're doing for movie scores, and and so I'll add a lot of those elements that you they kind of like push the song along and then might add a little tense intensity or something like that, but like you don't. The listener doesn't always realize what what they're hearing, and uh, and I use it in that respect just for the, the the subtleness of it. So like I'll mix that definitely in with with the strings and and with everything else, and it kind of brings it into like a twenty first century feel doing that. Well, I appreciate the the stripped down rock and roll of of Metallica back in '88 when they first you know came out on the scene, uh, you know three or four pieces. Uh, but then uh, you know years later they added strings to all their original songs or some of them anyway, and it just filled them out. It just made them that much bigger and and more. Wow! It what an amazing sound someone like like Coldplay does you know you're trying to open up for them but I think that you would add you would fill that flavor 2008 when Coldplay really made it big on the scene with Viva La Vida well they had a church bell bang and I'm watching the video of that because I'm very visual I'm a child of MTV I remember when MTV first came out then video it didn't necessarily kill the radio star but it definitely uh, enhanced them it, it, it told them you better start getting pretty you better start getting your visuals down but watching Coldplay bang and they're what and they're banging on that church bell who would have thunk adding a church bell to a rock song amazing you know yeah it's it's i've actually on my uh my track time i don't know if you're familiar with that one it's uh it's kind of a um like i look at it like like it's you're taking steps like it starts off kind of slower and it builds and builds and crescendos but it's it's almost like you're walking up a mountain and uh and 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 then you know at the end the mountain kind of topples over on you but uh but there's a there's there's a, the same thing in that there's bells in there and, I, and in the studio we were hitting them with a hammer uh, to each note because each bell is a different note and we were hitting the different notes to go with the piano uh, that, that I was playing as well and um, just to add like a little a little element to it but it was doing the same thing I was we were using bells but hitting them with like this big mallet like a hammer. And it was kind of kind of interesting and to 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 use. I think that's the only song that uh, I used actual bells on, but it it definitely added a different element to it. Well, people perusing your your uh, YouTube page, there's a video, a lyric video for that song, and I was playing a little bit of the intro while you were talking just underneath you a little bit. And it's pretty cool, oh, man. Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah, it's- 
Thank you. Thank you. I, I, uh, I'm really proud of that song. Like that one in, uh, there's a, the, uh, my song Surreal Sister has like that big, um, orchestral bit, and then it goes right into like a, like a faster paced rock song. So that's kind of interesting as well. Well, is it starting out? Okay. The video version of it kind of starts out with a story or, yeah, or it's kind it. of that's strings. Yeah, that's it right there. The, the strings, uh, it's a this beautiful piece that uh, myself and, and uh, Richard Dinsky wrote together. And then, and then it goes right into the song, which is like a faster pace kind of song. Beautiful, beautiful. Who's, uh, who's the redhead that's uh, visualizing it? Uh, the girl in there, she was, uh, she was a friend of uh, my videographer. Uh, there's a guy that I, that I work with, his name's Cam Johnson. And um, I don't know a lot of people, and he knows everybody. And he was like, I'll bring some people in. And, and she, she was uh, worked out well and wanted to do it and be a part of it. And there's a, there's a gentleman that's kind of a contortionist. He's doing like a little dance there, maybe an Asian gentleman. Is that, uh, is that in the Surreal Sister? In video? the Surreal Sister, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think uh, there, there's um, a woman, she plays a, she plays a witch, because it's kind of what the song was, yep. what I wrote it about, was uh, some, of, some of my friends uh, that are really, in, really into that, that stuff. So I was kind of inspired to write a song about that. And so she plays that part. And then uh, the, the other guy, he was another guy that my videographer introduced me to. And he was like, you, you should you do whatever you want. I was like, all right, well, let's, let's see what we can do. So we tried to make this uh, story kind of um, uh, like just off of like a, like old 80s horror type of thing. But I don't know how well it transcended uh, with, with the song, but we tried our best. Yeah, I mean, on a limited budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the original videos were were pretty much uh, a concert uh, that was filmed. Uh, you know, for the for the most part, the the rock videos were a concert with a live audience, and maybe you had three or four cameras running around trying to capture, and then you had a once again mm-hmm. an editor that did all the magic. But in the um, the lyric videos, it may not even have the band in it. It may be visuals that that get put together uh, by a, a, a company or someone who who is a fan of the music that will put those together. It was it was, uh, it was somebody who was a fan, and um, and and I, I said, yeah, go ahead and, and do a do a lyric video. And I gave him I gave him the lyrics, and, uh, and he did that. He did all those and everything. And because I, I wanted something. It's weird, like in today, like in, back in the eighties and nineties, you could just listen to CDs and like that was enough and uh, and and in t- today's world like you almost have to have some sort of visual with it for people to pay attention and that even goes like people don't read liner notes anymore but like if you put it on a screen with some with some stuff going on behind it they'll they'll read the lyrics then well that was one of the th- one of the things that you you spoke about last time was does anybody read lyrics like uh, there there were whole pages whole websites devoted to lyrics and I was very fascinated by those cuz there's a lot of misheard misheard lyrics and you're talking about oh you were talking about during covid where you're performing on your own. And it kind of reminded me of when I'm by myself at a terrestrial radio station speaking out into the ether and wondering, is anybody out there? Like Pink Floyd would have said, is there anybody out there? You just don't For know. Sure. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, you don't. 
yeah. you don't know like you don't know who's listening who's paying attention you know and it's it's weird like i'll uh, i'll look at um you know one of one of the things that you know i have access to is like the artist access to like spotify and itunes and like you can kind of see in real time like who's listening to your music but not like who but like it'll just have numbers and then but then it'll tell you like what countries and it'll be like there's 10 people in pakistan right now listening to, to my to one of my songs and i'm like that's that's kind of surreal in itself. Like, you know, I wrote something that, that, that somehow reached across the world, you know, or like there's 20 people right now in, 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 in Russia, you know, or whatever. And it's, it's strange. Um, when you, when you come across that, that kind of stuff, like, well, who, who are these people that are listening? You know, well, and, uh, Danny Schneider, you being somewhat of a world traveler, somebody who likes to, uh, you know, if you can't really go, but you'd like to go, if you hear those 10 people in Pakistan, those 20 people in Russia, don't you as an artist want to just pick up, uh, put a bag, put your guitar in a bag and just go to those people and play? I, that, isn't that an idea that, that you might have that you, man, I, hey, there's 10 people out there that want to listen to my music. Maybe they'll bring a couple friends if I go out there and play for them live for sure yeah like I, and and, that, and that's where like getting on a show where where it already has like a fan base and whatnot that's where that that's helpful because i mean you can write good music but uh you don't you don't ever know if people are listening or paying attention or not but then if you connect them with somebody who they do pay attention to then they start you know listening to, to what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve and for sure i mean that's what it's all about is uh, is sort of being a troubadour in that respect and and traveling the world and, and, and just kind of bringing people together you know like that like that, there's been concerts that i went to like, where you felt that that vibrational energy as a crowd you know and like the crowd and the artists that are on stage are all in sync together, and it, it's 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 a beautiful moment. Like when you can when you can reach that level, and you know that was kind of like going to concerts like that when I was a kid. Like that kind of pushed me to 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 want to do this like more because I want to I want to bring that same level of, uh, of pure vibrational energy to to a crowd you know and, and and that happens in numbers and it happens when everybody's on the same page and they're singing the songs together and they're happy and like like that's why people i think love going to concerts and you know to be a part of that a part of that on some small level like is, a, is kind of a big deal to me well one of the amazing things about this internet thing is, is it can be used for evil but the good thing that you can do is you can find your people find your tribe you know there's there's there was you know geeks in the corner such as myself reading comic books all by myself because i couldn't find people that wanted to read comic books but if i had this mm -hmm. internet i could find a whole crew of people and comic cons and a whole bunch of people that would get that would want to watch uh you know play uh, you know listen uh, read comic books with me and then there's you know the same thing for D D and and people that that want to listen to a certain type of music you may be finding your tribe out there in the middle east i mean there's there's bands here uh, that locally they may get a little bit of love maybe in northern kentucky you're getting a little bit of love maybe in cincinnati you're getting a little bit of love but you'll you know you might find some people in south america that are really digging that cultural vulture sound that danny snyder sound and then hey I'm, i want to go to them 
I want to be a part of that, you know, and and bring it, bring my sound to them. I mean, how, mm-hmm. oh, what an amazing! I mean, are, are you thinking about uh, world traveling, or are you keeping it close to home for now when you do your shows? I know you got a day job, you know, you got to save some lives. That's your important thing, you know. But uh, you know, there might be some time off when you can go around the world. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I traveled as as much as I could, you know, been to Australia and Ireland and all over Europe, and you know, I'm going to Hawaii in, in uh, July next month, and. Um, you know, I'm I'm all over South America and I'm like, yeah, I love traveling. And that's one thing that traveling has taught me too, is that uh, wherever you go, like you can, you can find your people, you know, like they're, they're everywhere all around the world. Like they're like, and that's something I think that we forget as human beings, especially like, you know, the internet brings us together, but then there's also like a disconnect in, in the regular human experience that, that, that people have because there, there can be too much of, of one thing, you know? There's, there can be too much internet, too much of an online presence where, like, you start to kind of drift away from, from the human experience. and But, like, when you travel and, like, kind of forced to be in that, that human experience and then it puts you back in, in, that, in that perspective that, that I think everybody needs. And that is that everybody... You know, we're we're all the same, and like we may not get along with everybody, but our people are out there all over the world. Like we're the same people, you know, and it, and it's kind of a kind of a beautiful thing when you find other people that are like minded or read the, read the same books as you, and like you know, like you can you can be you know halfway across the world, and you look at somebody like you read Master Margarita? That's insane. You know, like that's awesome. Like, <laughs> and then you and then you, and then you you have like a commonality, you have a common interest, and that's like another great thing is people connect over that books and music and art and all of that. Like that's that's what connects us. Well, that's another thing you you spoke about social media. When we start uh, delving into uh, finding only people that are like ourselves, then we kind of limit ourselves. Uh, you know, not just. Uh, you know, politically, but also culturally, and and we don't expose ourselves to other other things, other other likes, other foods, other styles. Uh, you know, you we say, oh, I only like blues, so I'm only going to be in a group that of you know, people uh, that like the blues. I remember last time you spoke, uh, you had just given up Facebook completely because you thought, well, it wasn't the right fit. So you're you're you've broken yourself down to um, Instagram and youtube because that and then maybe all the other uh platforms for sharing your music is that still the case yeah it's still i have i have instagram i've actually deleted instagram and then i realized that like unfortunately like it is something that i have to have i have like i don't know ten thousand followers or whatever and i deleted it and uh, i was like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to do the instagram thing and, uh, and then I just recently started it back up again, maybe within like two months ago or something like that. Um, yeah, I know and, you're under the, it is what it is. Yeah, you're under the surreal sister, but I, I believe there's lots of people like you that have broken down just to the Instagram. That seems to be the place you can put out your your uh, shows. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, the things I usually do is post and ghost. Don't look at any comments. I'm posting to let you know where I am. Uh, you know, here's a here's a picture of some people that I I was playing with before, and then 
turn away. Go find something else to do. Go have a, a chat yeah. with Danny Snyder for about an hour and and find out what's going on with him. You know, and it, it's sure. nice. It's nice to have uh, actual conversations. I noticed that you you even changed your website. It used to be culturalvultures.org because you had a problem with the dot com people. The, you know, somebody bought that from under you and tried to charge you buku amounts of money. So you you got to catch hell for comfort dot com. Is that is that's one of your songs, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just one of the songs, and uh, just because the culturalvultures dot com wasn't uh, wasn't available, and uh, it, it, you know, I was just like, this this is this will suffice, and uh, <laughs> just it's just a, it's just a place to have. You know, I think uh, I have uh, my vinyl records on there, and if you want one, I'll, I'll send it to you. And then uh, the videos and that sort of thing. It's just it, it, there's nothing nothing crazy to the to the website or whatever. It's just uh, something to, to to look over briefly if, if you're interested. You know, and it has links. Well, I mean, anybody these days needs to have a, a home base that becomes your. Uh your billboard as it were wait a minute i'm hearing a call do you have to go out and put out put an airplane out or something no no not right not right now airport firefighting <laughs> foam everything foam everything yeah. <laughs> we, we definitely have we definitely have that we it's uh it's a pretty fun job <laughs> well i remember i was in uh in key largo's fire department and we were pretty elite and i and the uh ocean reef fire department was kind of a public safety and they were um we got called to uh, assist them on a car uh a car accident hey come up and help us on this car accident okay so we get called out i show up on the scene they're putting foam on this brand new bmw that barely had like a fender bender and i said there's no fire why are you putting foam on this brand new car you're going to eat all the the paint off of it oh our, our protocol says we need to put foam on it i was like no don't do it don't do it <laughs> it's weird like that's a that's a thing that's different uh you know depending on where you're at like it's different departments have different protocols and you know I, 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 I wouldn't i wouldn't say anything against what somebody else ever did you know but um we would we would definitely take that into consideration better to err on the side of something like that if, yeah. the, if the car's totaled or something like that yeah. better to err on the side of caution okay yes if it was if there was a spark uh you know uh, yes err on the side of caution i i completely agree with that but my goodness i felt so bad for that for that car owner that uh ooh, oh all the the paint the paint got eaten off of that car but it was safe it definitely was safe <laughs> but uh, i know we talked a lot about firefighting the last one i i don't i don't want to bore the people with that or or you know maybe some people are interested uh you know i, I know we we um we discussed a little bit about your your day job and and here you are at the airport for people that are listening to the audio version that's the uh that's why the air airplanes are flying overhead the man's at work you know there could be a call he may have to go save a life uh, you know so uh we might have to put music on hold for a minute but uh, while you're there at the firehouse on your downtime, are you able to uh, write some things? Do you bring that that beautiful white guitar with you to work from time to time? No, I don't bring that to work. I usually write everything out because um, we're here for 24 hours and uh, like at nighttime or whatnot, I, uh, I'll write out stuff like with notation or something like that and then uh you know 
use it use it that way and then i'll go home and try and play it to see if it if it, if it works right or if it doesn't you know and sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't sometimes i i'll, I'll forget exactly what i was thinking about you know i'll, I'll be like oh yeah I'll, I'll, I'll write that down and then i never do and then i forget it's it's gone it's lost to the ether somewhere you know sometimes you have to when you, when you get a melody or something like you have to record it like immediately in your phone and then figure out kind of go kind of reverse engineer it and be like okay well what key is this in and what am i what am i you know like that sort of thing well that guitar that you're playing in, in the uh the live in the studio video the the one that's in the um on the on the youtube right now what kind of guitar is that uh, pick uh, what is that that's a uh it's a gretsch uh billy bow uh, so Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, and uh, he kind of reinvented uh, Bo Diddley's guitar. Uh, Bo Diddley did a guitar like in the '50s, and everybody thought it was too futuristic and weird looking, which is why I liked it. Um, but it has these uh, these TV Jones pickups in it that's kind of limited to Gretsch, and they this to me, I just love the way that they sound. They sound fuller, and uh, I just I love I love playing that guitar. And I have that one. I have a. Uh, a Gibson uh, Les Paul custom um, that's it's it's flat black and just kind of a, a workhorse guitar that is uh, that, that also sounds good and then they have a, um, a Hummingbird Pro acoustic guitar that uh, is on all the albums and pretty much every single song has that guitar on it. Uh, but yeah, there's a, that one just records really well. And it's also kind of a workhorse, like, kind of like a J45, but it's a Hummingbird uh, Pro. And it's uh, just, a, just a beautifully sounding guitar. And it, and it keeps getting better with age. And it's flashy as all get out, man. It, it looks really nice. I, I, you said it's a Gibson or a Gretsch? The, I have two. Uh, the white one is a Gretsch. That's uh, that's my Gretsch, and then uh, I play that, and then the Gibson. And um, but I, I I try not to get obsessed with with guitars and like buy new guitars. You know what I mean? It's 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 a, it's a rabbit hole that you can go down. That's uh, very expensive, and you know I, I I try to limit myself sometimes too, like uh, with not like a a ton of pedals and whatnot because um, sometimes too much can can uh, hinder the creative the creative uh, the creativity part just because it, it just takes takes too much uh like like it's, it's just too much you know so sometimes like uh i can do you know more with less well I, mean, I try i try to yeah try to you keep that you just mentioned that it was uh you know zz top and bo diddley famously those are two uh people that that are two bands or even you know Bo Diddley whenever he does he's with his bands it's all stripped down you know like ZZ Top famously a, a three piece band of course uh, the late great Ju Dusty Hill just passed on us yeah uh, you know and, and yeah, I feel unfortunate they're still playing my goodness they were they're on tour of Little Rock they were in uh, they were in Little Rock Arkansas a couple of days ago and I think last night they were in uh, North Northwest Arkansas. So they're still making the rounds. The the other two, I'm not sure who the who the third is now. But um, I mean, you talk about bands that got to keep going no matter what. You know, after you lose a Dusty Hill, could you imagine? Uh, you know, like when uh, Queen lost Freddie Mercury. Uh, you know, and they and they still keep going. And Journey, 
Uh, you yeah, know, the- it's, it's Journey is another one. And there's been so many like uh, deaths that, that, that were hard hitting in, in music, and you almost have to wonder why. Like, why? Why? Like, I, I don't know if there's just been so many bands, that, and it's it's just what happens, or it's just hard living. Uh, you know, I mean, you, we just lost Taylor Hawkins earlier this year. And you just like seem like just a great, beautiful ball of energy and, and, and life. And it's, and, you know, it's just another one of those things that's like super depressing, you know, like it, like it, 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 it hurts your soul. And, and, and I think it's because like, those are those people that just shine really bright and, and beautiful. And, you know, like when you, when you lose those people, like you feel a little like lost yourself, you know, like, like, well, how did this happen? You know, how are all these like terrible people walking to earth? And then you have these beautiful balls of light and, you know, they're the ones that, that, that end up, you know, departing earlier. Well, I have to agree with the, the shine and the, and the brightness, the, the burning. But then I recently were, uh, I was having a discussion about, you know, Jimi Hendrix and uh, Kurt Cobain and even Bon Scott, you know, that uh, they died early. And, and we canonize them. We, we kind of make them into saints, you know, wherever they mm-hmm. died. Oh, uh, you know, uh, Jim Morrison, he was the greatest songwriter of all time. Was he? Was he, though? I mean, you know, he died young. He wrote some pretty cool songs. But, you know, we kind of, you know. When, I think when, Jim when, Morrison was a victim of his own demons. Like, and, you know, he just, he, I, I, I don't think that uh, he could control himself. You know, not that I knew him or not right. that I want to pretend to know anything about him or anything like that. But, you know, just from his music, that's what I felt like he he knew how to connect to those demons that uh, to, to write these, these these beautiful lyrics and whatnot. But then he couldn't put the demons to rest. Yeah, by the you same know, token. And, and I think I, yeah, yeah. and I think a lot of artists, uh, yeah. you know, especially when they're younger, they, they do that. They find themselves in that they don't know how to put the demons to bed you know like they can you know once you let them out of the box and then they're then they're there and they 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 don't know how to control them and and i feel like that's a real thing that that uh some artists struggle with and it's it's but well i mean just those those few those handful that i just mentioned their songs their their candles still bur- burn bright they still inspire uh their songs have la- lasted the test of time but i i feel like it could be you know mismanagement it could be the teams you know the i i'm, I'm thinking of elvis He's, he had a biopic that just came out i need to go check that out but uh elvis i look forward to that for sure yeah and and colonel tom parker i don't feel like he uh treated him as good as he possibly could have or, or, or you know no, handled there's, them. A, there's a lot there's a lot of like that that sort of scandal that that happens where people get taken advantage of especially like when you're an artist you know the art form but you don't know how to manage money or you don't know how to manage you know uh, like like especially when you're younger and and it's you know it, it would be difficult to to kind of navigate that and and especially when you're just like, I just want to be an artist and musician, you know, I, I, I don't know how true this is, but I, I read a thing about slash when, uh, from guns and roses. And when he did their first tour, they were like huge mega stars. And, uh, he was like, when the tour ended, he was missing for two weeks and their manager, like, you know, found him living in a, uh, storage unit. And, you know, he, he went in there to the storage unit and asked him like, what, what, what are you doing? And he was like, well, I spent all the money. And he was like, he was like, no, you spent the road money. 
he was like, you, you have a lot of other money. And he didn't know or understand that concept of like how much money he had or anything like that. And luckily he had a good team behind him to kind of like show him that. And he was like, and he was like, Oh, I thought I spent all the, all the money. Cause it was the money that the per diem that you gave me on the road. And I thought that was what we were getting paid. And they were like, no, that's, that's not what you were getting paid. So you don't have to live in a storage unit. Like I said, I don't know how true that story is, but I, but I felt like, uh, you know, it, it definitely resonated with me on some level. Like I, I read that I think in a book or something. I don't even remember where I where I read that story, but I thought it was it was pretty funny. Well, I mean, whether the story is true or not, and I've heard Slash on different podcasts. I don't remember him talking about that particular story, but the you know his team, his people could have easily taken advantage of him, gone into his bank account, t- stripped him of all mm-hmm. his wealth and left him in that storage unit, you know, thinking that, you know, oh, uh, just show up on stage, play your guitar, and then back to the storage unit with you, as it were. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a team, you know, which leads us to Watch Mojo and Sound Mojo. That's a team that you've kind of uh, you've latched on to. Uh, it's nice to have people in your corner that can help you get to the next level. What is Watch Mojo and Sound Mojo helping you do, helping uh, Dan Schne- Danny Schneider and the uh, Cultural Vultures uh, helping? What's that, what are they helping with? So when that when they first came out and everything, they they was pretty new to them. They didn't really understand what you know the idea of a record label was was going to be. You know, they just were a bunch of guys you know like like me and like like us that were like minded who just love music. And they had this platform. You know, Watch Mojo was a, was a pretty significant you know YouTube channel, and they like I said they had twenty two million subscribers. So it was like sort of an an, an offspring of of that. And then they would promote like some of my music videos on the, on the front end of the watch mojo videos and they're like, check out this, check out this artist, you know, and, and if you like the song that's playing, check them out. And, uh, you know, I, I, I actually read the comments and, uh, just to, to see, you know, what people thought. And, and there was a huge positive response in that because I was expecting the, the reverse because it's the internet and I was preparing myself for, for the worst, but there would be like 200 comments that, and, and, and 190 of them were like, were like, thank you. This is really, this is really interesting. This is really beautiful or whatever, you know, thank you for introducing me to this. And so, so that, that's kind of how that went. And, um, and you know, I don't think that, uh, that it, it's, it's really gone much bigger from that. They have a spot, they have a podcast, now that they that they do on their sound mojo and they've interviewed like d snyder uh, from twisted sister and like some some you know bigger bigger people like that have been on it uh, i did an interview on it not too long ago uh and and so that was uh that was pretty cool and you know it's just it's just all baby steps you know like every it's just like everything in life like it's it's baby steps and you take it one step at a time and you don't realize you're really going anywhere. And then you look back and you're like, well, I did kind of accomplish something. Well, you have accomplished something. You already have, you know, thousands of people on your YouTube that are digging your music. Uh, you know, there's, there's other, uh, people that are, okay. You said you had 10,000 on your Instagram. That's pretty good. I mean, that's what, uh, that that's, is that a measurement? I mean, uh, you know, if somebody gives you an award, is that a measurement? If somebody uh, puts you up to be, uh, you know, the opener for Coldplay and, and Bl- black eyed peas, is that a measurement? Yes. Yes, please. Yes. Let's, let's yeah, go. Say, let's go 
open. A, that's a measurement for sure. And that's, uh, that's definitely like another step uh, above, uh, you know, like where I was a week ago or where I was, you know what I mean? Like it's definitely, it's definitely a, st- a step up uh, and it shows that like you're starting to make headway and do something, you know, and which is, which is pretty cool and pretty, pretty unique. That's pretty cool. And now, uh, how do people uh, vote for you for that uh, for that position to be a part of the the show at the Hollywood Bowl? And when is that? It's uh, it's it's openact dot com, and then you would go to Cultural Vultures, which is which is us, and uh, and then it, uh, the voting opens on July eleventh, and then you can just vote on it, and if you if you choose to, and. And then if we get in, then we'll go. We'll we'll go perform, and we'll we'll do our best. Well, I just uh, I looked up openact.com, and it's all in in French. <laughs> uh, let me check the, the website again. Give me one second. No problem. I want, yeah, I want to make sure that I give the people the right website. Uh, to, yeah, that to, would be that would be helpful, wouldn't it? To find you, openact.com. Yeah, it's kind of opening a, act. Opening act. It's the, it's the the theopenact.com. Ah, theopenact.com. There you go. Yeah. All right, let me click that. Make sure I can find you and put that in the show notes and let the people know how to put Danny Schneider and the band. Is the whole band going with you? Yeah, yeah, it would be it would be everybody. It would be um, you know, the the, the strings, the the guitars, the, you know, me with the guitars and then uh, like the whole band well, definitely the, would go give, sh- give some we're shout not, outs gonna... yeah we'll give some shout outs and we'll clear out of here what's the uh, give, me, give me the lineup of the band as it is I, I have uh, Josh Showcamp that usually plays he plays on all the albums on drums uh, he's and uh, Richard Dinsky uh, he, he wrote all the music with me uh, he, he kind of worked as my producer on, on all of this and so uh, like he, so he was a, such a huge part of part of the process with me and everything and uh, and getting everything recorded uh ben gastrite um will uh, will be he's he's been my bass player like pretty much the whole time and uh um i uh jonah parsons he's another guy he's a friend of mine he's in and out um when he can but he definitely said that he would he would be a part of this for sure and so, and then, and then the string quartet, like they, uh, they, they're like a revolving that a lot of them are from the Cincinnati symphony. So, um, it's pretty much kind of like who's available sort of thing. Um, we, we've had everybody from a guy named Paul Patterson to a guy named Eric Bates. And, uh, but like they've, uh, they're all just amazing, you know, musicians and, and, and definitely like it for me, it, it's great because I'm, I'm always the worst player in the room. Even though I try to be the best, and like you know, I spend, you know, there was there was a time when I was like like working like ten hours a day, twelve hours a day, like working on guitar and like that sort of thing like that. But like you never you never really feel like you're good enough. And uh, but there's something that, that's humbling to me about being the the worst player in the room because it really pushes me to be to be better. And so you know, especially when you're playing with with artists that, that are on, you know, the symphony and that sort of thing, you know, like it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a humbling experience and it pushes me to be my best. Well, I'm looking at the openact.com. Obviously they don't have any of the voting uh, up just yet. There's no place to really uh, put you. There's a, a place to register. I'm guessing that you, you went there, but uh, when the voting starts, 
you'll you'll put it out on your I'm guessing on your Instagram. You'll have to put at least yeah, a post yeah, out I'll there. Put, I put I put it out on 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 that and the stories and then on the Instagram and all of that stuff. So you know, it, it, hopefully something good, something good comes from it. You know, and if not, we'll just keep pushing and and keep writing and doing what we do. Well, I'll put this out in the next little uh, next couple of days. Uh, you got any live shows that are coming up in in the Northern Kentucky Cincinnati area? No, we're, uh, not right now. We're just uh, more focused on uh, writing writing the new material and 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 doing you know like that kind of stuff. We're doing we're doing like a live studio show, you know. Um, that, but uh, but that's about it, though. Is that going to be streaming on on a YouTube page or an Instagram page or something? <laughs> yeah, it, w- it would stream. It would stream on YouTube, and then also go out to Sound Mojo. They like it when I do stuff like that too, because it you know keeps me kind of relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they have thousands of uh, of viewers. Hopefully, that gets you to the next level. I mean, that's what that's what you're doing this for is to to try to get the word out to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, because what what's sure. the use of of putting these these babies out there? If nobody's there to listen, it'd be nice to have somebody listen and tell you you did a good job, pat you on the head. You did a good job. <laughs> I think you're doing a great job, sure. Dan Schneider. Hey, man. Um, I appreciate it. Let's finish this thing off with last words of the people. Uh, you know, when you, uh, whenever you feel like coming back on the What Makes You Famous podcast, you just come around. Come on around. We'll chit chat about what's happening now in the world of Danny Schneider. But uh, for now, give the last words for the people. I know I appreciate you listening and thank you. Thank you for having me on the show and, 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 uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep trying to write something that, that I think is beautiful and hopefully that, that you guys can relate to it too and, and, and feel something from it. And, you know, I appreciate it, uh, beyond words, anybody who, who listens and appreciates what, what, you know, what I'm trying to do. So thank you so much. There you have it, party people. Danny Snyder. What a cool dude. Great American hero. If you heard any airplanes flying over, it's because he's an airport firefighter and he was on duty. And, uh, you know, every time one of those calls came up, I, my his ears didn't perk up too much. I guess he knows the tones of his uh, of his alarm sound. So he knows which ones he needs to pay attention to. But for me, every time that that little radio started clicking and people started talking. I, I was perking up. Huh? Is that a call? Is is there an airplane that, that's in trouble? Are there people in the airport that need assistance? Uh, do you need to go save some lives? Yeah, lifesaver you. He's saving lives literally in physical form and also metaphysically in musical form because, cha- you know, playing the right kind of music changes attitudes, changes lives, saves lives. I've heard so many people that say, you know, that, that have uh, told stories of of uh, fans coming up to them afterwards. I was feeling depressed and I thought I might, uh, you know, think about uh, offing myself and and that song kind of changed my mind. So thank you for that. Now, oh my goodness, you just saved a life. It's It's a power that you have, my loyal musician, my singer, songwriters out there. Thank you so much, Danny Snyder, for being on the What Makes You Famous podcast once again. Ah, Hope to talk to you soon. Hey, and now, if you, I'm turning my attention to you, my loyal listener, if you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email keysdan at aol.com. 
That's it for me. It's keysdanradiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keysdan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want with some great, great quotes. Quit worrying about your health. It'll go away. Robert Orbit. The music you want. RadioWhat.com. Hey guys, this is Shelly G. She said, What? Well, you are going to have to listen to the countdown to hear what I say. And make sure to keep listening to Radio What for more information and trivia. She said, What? What?